Chris is oh, in the building. Man. Chris is in the podcast. We got <laughs> Chris in off, here. Man. What's up? Something all the way from Orlando, Florida. I like it. I like it. He's got the palm trees in his background. Yeah. <laughs> playing the part. Yeah, was, low, so. What's up? What's up? Coming in from Wyoming. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Ready for this draft. Yes, sir. All right, so let's go ahead and just go jump right into it, guys. Um, so recently, um, you know, our coaches and, um, and and general managers taking a lot of questions from the media, and you know, one of the questions that I, I seen during one of the interviews was, um, who were um, basically who were the Lions going to pick up number seven? And so the you know they're trying to gain some information and. And Brad Holmes answered um, the question in a way that, you know, I guess it, it was ideal because he didn't want to really tip his hand and say, well, we're looking at this guy, we're looking at that guy, because that might jeopardize the leverage when it comes to trading up or trading down. But uh, he did mention that there was a cluster of players that the Lions would like to draft at pick number seven. So, um Wow. That that says a whole lot. That says a whole lot. And he did also mention that uh, that the player that they select uh, is not it's going to it's not going to be determined by a specific need on the team. It's going to be does that player actually fit the culture of the team? So I mean that's definitely good to hear. So what do you guys think about that? I I think you're talking about culture that fits the culture. I don't know if you want to talk about the draft pick just yet, Papito, but um, I'm excited yeah. to go, but I don't know. Would it, would it be yeah, I mean, we, we, we just go ahead right into it. So what we're going to do here, so each of the each of um, us members, we're going to go ahead and give you our, um, our, our, our top picks for um, the Detroit Lions in the first round, if, you know, in, in the best case scenario, and then we're going to explain why we'll, we'll take them. And, um, you know, it, it's all going to really depend on what the other teams do before us at pick number seven. But, uh, you know, uh, let's just have some fun and uh, talk about some of the players that uh, might be the next Detroit Lions. So um, go ahead, Loso, start it off. All right. Well, you talk about a high character or person that fits the, uh, uh, what Brad Holm is looking for. In my mind, I, I'm going all in with uh, Panay Sewell. Offensive tackle. This dude's a beast. He's mean. He can handle the line. He's a leader. Uh, the guy is six foot five, 
331 pounds. Thing is, he only played two seasons for Oregon. He opted out last year to get ready for the NFL. Um, he's still considered, since not even playing last year, considered top five on every board this year's draft. Um, they, some people even say he's the best player overall in this year's draft class. I know some people might not think it, but this guy, I'm telling you, man, he's one of a kind. He's a player who uh, he was in the Heisman Trophy race his sophomore season. Imagine that. He was going up against, I think it was Justin Herbert at the time. Um, he only allowed one career sack in college, and he only played two seasons. Give, give him that. But um, they consider him a, a movable object um, who forces opponents into submission. He won nearly every award in 2019. Uh, there's an Outland Morris Trophy. There's a unanimous first-team All-American Trophy uh, award, I should say. First-team All-Pac-12. Um, he's a 2020 Rose Bowl champion. Yeah. Also, uh, he's the best tackle prospect in the deck of the decade. In a decade, I should say. And if, they, if Detroit grabs him, man, I'm telling you what, it's going to change. It's going to change the culture, man. He... He, he's in another level, man. I, I, he's he's a leader. No, nobody's gonna want to mess with Detroit in the, front, the trenches. This yeah, dude's a monster. I'm telling you. Sounds like a guy that's. I mean, well, that'll definitely beef up. Um, you know, our our offensive line and and help us dominate in the trenches. Where you know that's right. where the game is won. So I mean, I definitely like that pick. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. my first pick as well is is Penny Sewell. So, I mean, I can't complain yeah, about buddy. that. I mean, that that guy right there, if he's available at pick number seven, we could talk about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, definitely, if he's there, pick him up. I mean, and you I'm you have sure he is one of the guys that Brad Holmes talk about those awesome oh, yeah. players. So, yeah, what do you yeah. think about that, Chris? You, well, I mean, you're. Adding to the offensive line with, you know, Frank Ragnow, you have uh, Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, uh, Halapulavitae, however you say his name, Halapulavitae. And, yeah, I think think as as far as Penny Sewell, I think that that's a safe pick. I think that, you know, uh, with with the analytics about – um, you know, first round picks. Uh, I, I think that the offensive linemen have have the most success, whereas wide receivers um, are, are kind of you know hit or hit or miss. So I think that's a really safe pick to to set the tone, um, and and I think that's a that's a pick, good pick for for you, Carlos. And and it's you know you have some some backing for that i mean to to be nominated for for the the heisman i mean that's that's crazy you know what i mean yeah as a sophomore too at that he's he's a beast i just man i they gotta get him all right so how about this carlos so say you know you know uh the cincinnati Bengals, you know want to sure up uh their quarterback and they select penny sewell fifth overall and then he is not there for us to, um, you know, scoop up at pick number seven. Who's next on your board? Oh, man, I got 
Micah Parsons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you gotta, one. You can't get him on offense. You got to get a, a, a player on defense. Yes. That's, uh, he's six foot three, 246 pounds. This dude's a ferocious linebacker. He's a leader in the clubhouse. He's similar to second year player Devin White from Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good blitzer. Yeah, Devin White is a ball hawk. He's tied seventh all time at Penn State with six forced fumbles in his career. Uh, um, he has the agility to cover in zone coverages, able to defend tight ends uh, and running backs, and he he could change the dynamics on defense. He's just he can do it all, inside outside speed. You can line him up on on defensive end if you had to, but he's a game changer for me. Yeah, if we I, can't get school, this is my pick. I would, I would have to agree that that's my number one pick is is Micah Parsons because of everything that you just stated, Carlos. I mean, this this guy, he's he's just a, a playmaker and he can do it all. What I really like about him is that he has good pass coverage, you know, as as well as um, he can fire to the backfield and he's just a disruptor. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And 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 that's what I if if we're going to you know, if if we're going to be feared in the north, then we need a, a stud like like Parsons. I've been saying it, you know, the past couple of podcasts that I, that I want to go defense. I want to go, you know, uh Parsons just so that the Lions are are a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I agree Parsons is a uh, legitimate first rounder. I just wouldn't feel comfortable selecting him at pick number seven. I would um, then look to, you know, maybe trade back um, and get more capital and then pick him at maybe 15. That, that'll be icing um, on the cake. That'll be yeah, icing 12, on the cake right 15, there. But at pick number seven, um, I have a couple more guys that I like um, better than Parsons at seven. But if we were to trade back, I definitely doesn't uh, don't mind picking him up. Yeah, Parsons. I mean, I mean, and also just to to reiterate on on Parsons, his uh his he sat out twenty twenty, but his twenty nineteen stat stats are one hundred and nine tackles, five sacks, four oh, forced wow. fumbles, and five wow. pass defended. Yeah, boy, he's he's a baller. He he he's a baller, and and if I'm looking at if I'm looking at our our our, our leadership, you know, we have Brand Holmes, we have Dan Campbell, who's a, you know, he's he's a hard nose type guy, and then you have Spielman, you know, who is yeah, one right. of the best uh, defenders, you know, that the Lions have had in history, so. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking that they really like somebody like like Parsons to kind of come in here and, and and set the tone. So yeah, and you know, I'm a betting guy, and I I I put my um, you know you know next bet that uh, Parsons is part of that cluster that Brad Holmes was talking about as well. Yeah, yeah. right about that for sure. For sure. All right, so Carlos, uh, let's round them out, man. Give me one more. Give me one more player. So say, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. For some reason, Parsons is gone. He probably still going to be there. But, you know, somebody else, 
other than uh, Parsons and Sewell that you would take at pick number seven? Well, the only other person uh, I'm looking for high-rated players, uh, no yes. matter what position. Uh, you had the offensive tackle. We just talked about Parsons. And my next dog would be Kyle Pitts. I don't. It doesn't matter to me if we have a tight end because mm -hmm. Hawkinson he he could be used more for blocking as well. But you can play and and beat the tight end. But you can play uh, uh, Pitts anywhere. He could line up as a wideout. He can play inside, outside, slot. Dude's a yeah, monster. He, he, I just. He'll... He'll murder the linebackers in, in the slide. He, I just say Pitts, man. Just you, you got the duo. We really don't have bonafide receivers just yet. And if you can put Pitts in there, especially forget the about Travis it. Forget about it. About it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I agree. I mean, Pitts is you know one of the the highest rated players in the draft alone. I mean, he's definitely top four. Um, but you know, if he's there, I if he's there. The Lions might pick him, but I'm pretty sure he'll be gone by then. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the dude, why not? You know, if, if he's there, he's going to get picked up. But, I mean, other teams are on to him, too. And that dude is, you know, he's, he's, he's a beast. He's all, he's all around game changer. How many changer. touchdowns did he score last year? Like 20 touchdowns or something crazy like that? He's, he's a monster, man. Cause For it, sure. All right, it, well. It, if they do pick him, that would be a whole new – different way of um, uh, to run an offense in terms of through all through tight ends. Yeah. Hawkinson and, and, and uh, Pitts. And then, you know, include the dump off passes to, to the running back. You got the little flats for the receivers or screens. These yeah, guys. I was listening to something on the radio and they were talking about uh, if the lines happen to do draft, Kyle Pitts that uh, that would be the best tight end duels since Aaron Hernandez and Rob Kronkowski in New England. Oh yeah, yep, yep. That was that was, uh, that a, was a, a mean squad. duel. The team, a, a mean duel. So I mean, I kind of like that, but like I said, I, I think it's gonna be long gone by the time we get um, you know to, to to our pick number seven. But uh, great choice. Um, so, well, Chris, you want to give um, your 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 choices for our first round? Yeah, so my, my first choice um, was was clearly uh, Micah Parsons, but if if okay. he's yeah. he's not on the board, um, you know I'm I'm big I'm I'm just big on on the Lions um, beefing up the, their defense, but I would have to kind of I mean with the seventh pick seventh pick you you want to get the best value, um, so. If if he's not on the board, if um, if he's not on the board, then I would go with um, Jamar Chase, and I, I think Jamar Chase is a clear number one receiver. He's a just a a, a playmaker. He's he's a mismatch weapon. Um, he one of the things that I think that pop out to to our leadership is his just great game breaking speed. He has just speed, his 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 strong build, um, you know, and, and his stats probably stand out the most to where, you know, in in he he sat out 2020, but in in, in 2019, 
he averaged 21.2 yards per per reception. 21.2 yards per reception. Wow. You know, he had 84 catches for 1,780 yards and 20 touchdowns. You know, um, this guy, to, to me, he can kind of step in there and be a – he can just help our offense immediately. Um, and we give uh, a, we give our, our new QB uh, another, another tool to, to use to, to put up some points, you know? So I, I would definitely go with Jamar Chase, even though I'm, I'm big on, on defense. Um, sure. You know, that, that was, that's, that's a guy that, you know, I think it's a guy that you just don't pass up on. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's the one that's definitely going to be iffy on if he's going to be there at pick number seven. I Parsons will be there. Um, but even with, with Parsons, like I said, we'd probably want to trade back to get him because nobody else is going for him, and then we'll just waste that up. We'll just you – know, it wouldn't – wouldn't be smart, for you know. Le- it, leverage. Yeah, and and I th- I think for for you know me to 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 choose J- Jamar Chase, I th- I think it's big because you know, like I said, I wanted to go defense, and then also the analytics show that you know it's it's kind of hit or miss for wide receiver. But from what I see, right. from what I see in this guy, he's just he's just a stud, and and he has a, just a, a strong build to be durable um he's fast he's just ex- explosive um he, he he oh one one big thing too is that uh he he had in, in terms of analytics he had the he was the most open receiver in 2019 wow yeah he got so, that separation yeah so he had that that separation that that, that quickness so um you know regardless of the you know the hit or miss at, at wide receiver in the first round, I, I think he's just a, just a talent. So, you know. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so <clears throat> as far as my, my, my first round selections, um, I mean, the guys you guys named are definitely on my list. I have, a, uh, I have six, six guys and, you know, top of my list is Penny Sewell. Um, if he's available at um, pick number seven, just go ahead and run up to the stage and hand him that slip, and let's go ahead and pick Penny Sewell and beef up our old line. Uh, if Penny Sewell is not there and Jamar Chase is there, I'd take Jamar Chase. Um, but that's that's going to be the – I mean, some. I think somebody's going to – well, so, like, at number, pick number five, the Bengals could pick Sewell or they could pick um, Chase, right? Right, yeah. So, I mean, and then right at six, if the Bengals pick Sewell, then I think the Dolphins will pick Chase, and then we'll be not stuck. But, I mean, uh, Fields might still be out there, Justin Fields, or then Week um, Slater, the offensive line. From Northwestern, yeah, he's yeah. really good. He's yeah. a bruiser. And then another, if we wanted to trade back um, to let somebody come up, we can pick up um, Darren Shaw. Uh, he's another offensive line. He's from Virginia Tech. 
um, top three rated offensive linemen. I really think we need to be offensive line. So um, I, I'm thinking we take Sewell. If Sewell's not there, Chase. And if Chase is not there, um, we'll trade. I would say trade back and pick up Slater or Darren Shaw, another offensive lineman, and yep. you know work on getting um, defense in the second round. Uh, so talking about like second that. round. Yeah. Um, some of the picks that, um, you know, at pick number 41 that I think they still might be out there is um, cornerback um, Asante Samuel Jr. Exactly. Um, yes, sir. This kid, I mean, he's only, I think he's only 5'10", but, uh, you know, this guy's, you know, has football in his blood and he is always attached to that ball, you know. Um, uh, another, you know, defensive lineman, Davion Nixon, he is, you know, top five defensive lineman in the draft and he's projected to go around 41. So if he's still there, I wouldn't mind picking him up. And then there's another, uh, cornerback, Greg Newsom from Northwestern, but he's projected to go in the high 20s. So like in the first round, um, the kid is really good. Um, he was coached by Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, you know, they went to the Big Ten Championship. The dude was first um, team all Big Ten. So, you know, that would be good to pair him up with um, um, Okuda. You know, we have two Big Ten cornerbacks and, you know, a uh, good defensive coach and Aaron Glenda, you know, teach him how to get down. So those yeah. are my three second-round draft picks at pick number 41. Do you guys have anyone in mind that you wouldn't uh, mind the Lions drafting? Well, I agree with you on Asante. Um, he's the son of Asante San Samuels, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess he, uh, he was a pro bowler, I guess. He's four-time pro bowler, two-time Super Bowl champ, so it's in his blood. He's a good player. Um Asante, he had what led the team with thirty-one tackles, three ints. He has six pass breakups. He's just—he's been overlooked. A lot of people are not looking at this guy. But if we grab him on second round, I'd be—I'll be pleased because, like you said, the book him book ends with uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Okuda. Okuda, yeah, the other end would be great because then we could stick a, a Warri way or whatever his name is, maybe at. Warrior, uh, maybe at, uh, at, at nickel or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we have depth. We have depth. Yep. I don't know. I know this pick is. I, I call him my dark horse. I like this dude. Yeah, we second, don't gotta get him in the second round. We can get him in the third. Who is it? Uh, I'm thinking of Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Okay. He's six foot two, three hundred pounds. Aaron Donald is his role model and his mentor. The dude had 41 tackles last year, 12 for a loss, 10 and a half sacks in 2019. The guy's a beast. He plays just like Aaron. He's built like Aaron. If you guys haven't watched the highlights of this dude, I, I know I sent it out before on our little group chat. Look him up. Jalen Twyman, defensive tackle, Pittsburgh. The guy's a monster, man. He's gonna. He, he his game is just like Donald. He went. Donald went to uh, Pittsburgh as well. Graduated from Pittsburgh. That's why Twyman went there as well because he's following this guy's footsteps. The guy's a, 
a baller, I'm telling you. For sure. Heard it here. Heard it here. <laughs> we heard it here first from Loso on the on the Subdark Podcast. All right. So um, let's move on to a little bit of um, the Vegas odds. So Vegas put out some odds on the 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 position of the first player selected by the Detroit Lions. And the favorite um, to be selected is a wide receiver. Get it, guys. The wide receiver at plus 100. So 100 will give you your 100 back. That's it. Um, Coming in second is a quarterback, third linebacker, fourth quarterback, and fifth offensive line. And lastly, tight end at plus 1,400. So uh, we all said Penny Sewell. And he is second to last, so at plus 700. 100 will give you 700. Um, so Vegas is not thinking. Uh, they're probably thinking Penny Sue will be gone by the time we pick him up, and then we probably select um, Jamar Chase. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, That's so, what I'm so, thinking. So, yeah. Or Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. I, I mean, like they all, they all will be there at number seven. I like Jamar, but I like I, what I would like. You're good, good ball players. We need high character leader, uh, just emotional guys that get yeah. the team hype. I yeah. don't know. If they're good players, but I don't know if they're that that type. Yeah, yeah. You know, they said it, they got to be a good fit. So yeah, uh, we will see what the Lions do. But those are the odds as far as individual players. We have a over and under on Penny Sewell at six and a half. So basically, they're, they're saying um, either he's going to be gone right at six or the Lions are going to get him at seven. Um, so that, that, I mean, they put the line right where it needs to be. Boy, I hope, I hope it's uh, Cincinnati at six. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people. Chase, uh, yeah. Five and a half. So I think Jamar Chase is probably going to go before Sewell. Because they, they really don't have a receiver, do they? Who's that? Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Well, they have Tyler Boyd, and then they have. Uh, don't they have like John Ross, and they still have AJ AJ Green. Oh, AJ Green's gone now. He's gone. Yeah, but you have Boyd and another guy. I forget his name. Yeah, but Jamar's uh, Jamar's you know above. Both those guys are, I mean, in terms so, of talent. So it, it, looks, it looks like, you know, uh, from, from our conversation, everything that, that we've been seeing and hearing that it, it, our pick, you know, greatly relies on, on what they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. You I mean, know, yeah. and, and if, if they choose, like, one of our top guys, then it looks like we'll, you know, most likely be trading also, down or something. That's why you have to have a cluster of players. Yeah. We don't know what's right. going to happen. Um, and then, I mean – I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions trade down. If Penny Sewell is not there, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions trade down, even if Jamar Chase is there. I think we trade down and pick up um, Slater or then the other offensive lineman, um, Darren Shaw, later and pick up maybe another first rounder next year. Yeah. You know, Get a couple draft picks in the first round. We'll have three next year. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, um, to close it out, I guess, um, you know, I mean, Thursday's going to tell. It's going to be the beginning. Well, we're probably going to have another um, 
podcast probably after the weekend, after all three rounds, so we could talk about our draft picks in depth. Um, and, you know, we might do something, you know. We might um, do something draft day, like draft party type type stuff, maybe. Yeah, maybe, like a house party or something like that. Yeah, maybe just, just for our pick or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah. For I'm sure, man. I, I, I'm yeah. definitely excited. Super hyped. Uh, you know, can't wait to buy another jersey. Yep, yep. And then uh, I did hear that they're coming up with the um, the schedule release next week. So that's oh yeah, exciting. we have another thing okay. to talk about. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, well, oh. uh, appreciate you guys. You know, getting on and you know talking about the Lions, and there's a lot coming up. So we're gonna have a whole lot more to talk about in the future. So yes, we're just gonna sir. sit down and say something. Something. All right. I don't know. Peace. <laughs> Peace. See you, Chris. See you, Pete.